Today is Tuesday, June 25th, 2013, and this is Radio Wave. Good evening, everyone, and thank you for joining us on tonight's broadcast of Radio Wave. Our host is a friend of Medjugorje, and uh, our host is joining us from the Caritas Mission House in Medjugorje, where he is on pilgrimage with his wife and daughter right now. And uh, also there is a Caritas group as well uh, in Medjugorje as well with the uh, for the Feast of the Anniversary. So joining us from the studio, Radio Wave studio in Medjugorje, is your host, a friend of Medjugorje. We are experiencing, of course, beautiful days for the 32nd anniversary of Our Lady's apparition. Beautiful in the sense that most of the time it's hot, but we had actually had to wear jackets tonight at Mass or sweaters. It's not freezing, but without short sleeves, you're pretty cool. But it adds to the mystique of being pleasant and walking with Our Lady. And something that nobody could ever imagine 32 years ago would be continuing not even the wildest dreams could someone have thought of this, that I would be appearing as she is today. And so we walk with her in a beautiful way with these messages. She gives us something to encourage us to continue. And yet, with these 32 years, many of our people who are children, our beloved children, wonder, wonder in sin, and she's here to save us because she saw and foresaw that we would be living in a difficult time, a difficult time to stay in a state of grace and holiness because so much would be assailing us. There's no less information in her message of the 25th that she gave tonight. just a few minutes ago, that she would give us indication that she knows and understands that what the society stands on today and how it lives, how it works, has put many of us in delusion, many of her children. And yet she she loves all of us, the good and both the bad, those she can save and those she loses. And so with Our Lady's 25th message to the world, we hear these sweet words today. Our Lady of Medjugorje's June 25th, 2013 monthly message to the world. Dear children, with joy in the heart, I love you all and call you to draw closer to my Immaculate Heart 
so I can draw you still closer to my son Jesus and that he can give you his peace and love which are nourishment for each one of you. Open yourselves, little children, to prayer. Open yourselves to my love. I am your mother and cannot leave you alone in wandering and sin. You are called, little children, to be my children, my beloved children, so I can present you all to my son. Thank you for having responded to my call. It's pretty incredible that Our Lady speaks to us in a way that's sympathetic. She can understand the things and the trials that we go through. And unlike man has ever had in the history of the world, we live in a culture and our daily walk in a culture that is so blinding to what is right and what's wrong. And there's any time we've ever really needed God, it's now. Seems that the common sense and the way people work in the agrarian way of life, in agricultural life, where they tore the soil, everything spoke to him. But our work and the way we do things and go about our work consists of none of these things. And so nature is not even able to speak to us because we're not in nature. We don't draw forth our nourishment from the soil by our own hands. It's at the grocery stores, at the restaurants. And yet our lady says, His peace and love, which are nourishment for each one of you. I find it interesting that we're starving to death spiritually. Because on the physical side, we don't grow our food. We're not in the agricultural way of life. We're not an agrarian people. Some people don't even know where food comes from. And yet the woman at the well was going to draw water for Jesus. He told her about our life and all of our many husbands. And he told her that his drink will never cause the thirst again. So everything our lady says parallels the scriptures. And she wants to give some nourishment to us from her son in a way that will cause us to not be hungry. And repeatedly I hear, wherever I talk, people are starving to death spiritually. They're not getting fed from the pulpit. They're not getting fed from their spiritual life. So don't think a lady hasn't come 32 years in anticipation and in prophetic vision to see where we would be and what we'd have to have because the church is sick. Because the church is sick, the whole world is sick. These things may people think, well, why would you say such a thing about the church? It is sick. It's very, very sick. And our lady's coming 32 years just to save the gates of hell from prevailing against it because that's a promise to Christ in the scriptures. When Jesus said, the gates of hell should never prevail against the church. And yet, the gates of hell are right at the church door. You think our lady's not coming because of this reason? Then you don't understand the magnitude of what is before us. The lady's sympathy. I am your mother and cannot leave you alone wandering and in sin. Or rather, and sin, not in sin. We're wandering through sin. We're wandering through the desert. That's why I've often said, 
years ago, 15 years ago, or he's with us for 40 years. I believe this very strongly because we're wandering in the desert. We've got to be purified as the children of Levi. That's why when you come to know Medjugorje, you suffer for that. And everybody who comes to Medjugorje has got a story to tell. Everybody's been wounded. They need healing. Many people want to believe that there's beauty here. And there is. It's her herself who defines beauty. But they get tired of holding on. They can't let go with the world. They can't move on. They can't do any of these things. Yet they want to believe that there's a meaning here in this world, in this life. How many times have you cried out? God, please take this from me. How many times have people say, give me strength. Just keep me breathing. Oh, God, I need you now. We're all standing at that road. I didn't plan to do what I did in Medjugorje. My plan was going one different direction for me. And when I met, came, came here and encountered Our Lady, it's God's plan. That's all I cared about. Wondering how I was going to get there. Trying to hear that still voice of Our Lady. Everything is here. And we have many people today saying, God, please take this from me. When that cross is the very thing you need to have God.
With every single step I take How many times have you heard me cry out? And how many times have you given me strength? How many times have you heard me cry out? God, please take this How many times have you given me strength to just Now, being in Medjugorje for the for the anniversary, of course, the climate there is always. Uh, when I'm thinking about the climate, I'm talking about the spiritual climate there is always, usually festive during this time of the year. And again, Our Lady today, in today's message is telling us to draw closer to her immaculate heart. And again, it just seems like Our Lady is continuing to point to her to her heart. And even in today's message, I know looking at this, she's saying, "I want to draw you to my heart, so then I can draw you to my son." And it's, I guess, goes back to that same uh, theme or that same thing that maybe some people, even within the church, may overlook. That really, if you really want to get to Jesus, you really have to go through Our Lady. And uh, does it? Do you think that Our Lady is is leading in her apparitions even closer to her? I want to say closer to herself, but closer to her heart, leading souls more closer to her heart. Well, I imagine Our Lady often is when Jesus fed the five thousand. He gave them the baskets and said, go spread this. Told them to broke up, break up the people into 50 groups of men. And they did this to the 5,000. And then the women and children were on top of that number. And Jesus stepped aside, leaned on the tree perhaps, folded his arms, and just watched this scene unfold. I think Our Lady, I believe very strong Our Lady, has been given this time. She said, this is my time. And Jesus is leaning against the tree, just like at that scene. Because it's up to Our Lady to bring her back to Him, because we threw Jesus away. We had everything. We've had the, the salvation. But as a participation, just because we, Jesus paid the price don't mean that we have gained salvation. We have to react to that with our yes. I want you to save me. I accept you, Jesus. And so we've gotten so worn down, we've gotten so far away from where we need to be that it is Our Lady coming to bring us back to Jesus. She says, you imagine God as who you think he is, not as he really is. And we don't know the real Jesus today. We've got this concept of him as no matter what you do, everything is okay. The immodesty here in Medjugorje is unbelievable. And yet these people have had Our Lady. There's thousands of women walking around here that are not modest in the way they dress. You might think that's difficult to understand in Medjugorje. 
But they can't sit because they're on their cell phones. They can't sit because they're reading magazines. They can't sit because they see things on television that normalizes things that are immoral that they're blind to. They can't see it. And so we have these things that our lady comes and says, I am your mother and cannot leave you alone wandering in sin. You're called little children to be my children, my beloved children. The symbol of modesty, purity, holiness. She wants to draw you. I can draw you still closer to my son, Jesus. And he can give you his peace and love, which are nourishment for each of one of you, not the world. It seems we lose wisdom constantly. It seems we have to have that relearn. Every generation has to relearn everything. You know, my dad did tried to tell me. His dad tried to tell him. Yet we make the same mistakes. Young ears don't listen. They don't listen because they know better. And they have to go. You can be taught. You can be educated. You can be given everything. But until you live something, one thing's in the mind. It's another thing, physical experience. It's another thing to have the experience. It's the same lessons learned again and again. Civilization goes through that. You can preach. You can do all these things. But it still don't save you from being stupid. We do stupid things. And we're so dumbed down now, partly again because we're away from the grand way of life, we don't have a practical common sense of just how things work and how the things function. Even the engineers going into 30 years of age, 35 years of age, things being engineered today doesn't have a common sense practicality that ages of the past of how we put man on the moon with some basic things. We can't do that now. They're working things so advanced that there's a gap. I've spoken about it before at one of the farm shows we went to. One of the manufacturers says, we don't hire anybody unless they've rebuilt two engines in the dad's garage. Why? Because you learn a lot. And if you don't have that, just because you go to university, got a degree, doesn't mean you have a practical approach, a common sense approach of how things should be designed and engineered. And so it is with the spiritual life. Everybody's going to hit a wall. Do we just need luck? We need blessings. Doors open for us, doors close. We have many people broken. Many people blow everything away. We can't blame everything today on the past. It's our, it's our fault. And yet Our Lady shows us in the deal that we got that's been given to us that life can be happy and can be peaceful and we can receive these things that God gives to us. So life, and I've said this for a long time, because the message says this. It's not me. It's in the message of our, as a whole. Life as we know it will not continue. Our Lady can't come, and the way things go and the way the world is today cannot go side by side. One will prevail. One will submit. We're submitting to the world now. But Our Lady's here to make us overrule the world, and it submit to us. We're her beloved children. And so life as we know it is going to change. My dad tried to tell me like his dad tried to tell him 
But young ears don't listen It's the human condition So the same lessons learned Again and again Seems no man of preaching Can save us from stupid Yeah, the hard road to wisdom Winds its way through sinking? Life is about to radically change. Man is always given signs before divine intervention. The woman of Revelation 12, the great sign warning the world, find salvation now. The mother of Christ, the great sign, appears daily to Medjugorje visionary Maria with a message. Without Jesus, you have no future. Come to Five Apparitions of Mary, July 1st through 5th, at Caritas, Alabama, a 4th of July giving yourself, your family, and nation in consecration to the Virgin Mary, to Jesus, to heal the heart. Call 205-672-2000 to 
205-672-2000. See medj.com. That's M-E-J.com. Medj.com. You're listening to Radio Wave with a friend of Medjugorje. A friend of Medjugorje, when our, our lady says, and she's, she said this often, I think, in her messages, uh, that she's going to present us, or she would like to present us to her son. What do you envision when she says that? Is it something that just is will happen at the end of our life, at our judgment, and, and, the, and what is the importance of it? of her presenting us to her son or is she also referring to to in our life still on earth in some way she is presenting us to her son well i think she's doing both we need an advocate you're in england the attorneys are called advocate maria i've heard her when i first started hearing her even here she'd say advocate she means lawyer we need an advocate at the end of our life. And, of course, you've heard the saying where a lady says, when Jesus stops you from going into the gates of heaven, she's behind him, pointing to the side windows. Go over there. I'll let you in. How does that work? Our lady is the Magnificat. She magnifies our prayers. She once gave a message that says, give me all your prayers. She wants them put in her heart. Because she can perfect them. We're wondering, we've got to go to the grocery store in the middle of the rosary, thinking about we've got to go buy this or that. Whatever you're wondering to. Even in sin, sometimes in prayer, in your thoughts. People come to me and tell me that. They have a hard time praying. Sometimes their mind's wandering off of something that they don't even realize what they're thinking until, it's, until they've entered into entertaining some kind of sin. And so if that's the case, we need an advocate that can perfect our prayers, clean them up. She said, once all your prayers are going to help you through me. Why? Because she can perfect them. They asked her one time, should we address our prayers to Jesus or to you? She goes theologically. She says it correct. She's always to Jesus. But then she says, but in the meantime, all your prayers will help you through me. Because why? Jesus wants it that way right now. Jesus wants to accept what he can't accept from me directly to come through his mother that he'll accept it. He himself couldn't accept that his miracle is going to be at Cana. He was God. But through her hands, he said, okay, mom, you get what you asked for. I'll do it. She's got that kind of influence. And it's her who is entrusted to the future of the world to re-enter and rebirth Christ in our hearts. And so when she says she presents us, she says, as I bore Jesus in my womb, I bear you into holiness. And all this is to prepare us. All this is to give us a time of grace that we might be ready to be purified. We might not, we're not where we need to be. As you can bet, Our Lady's going to get us there, and it may not be pleasant. Yvonne had apparition last night on the mountain. Our Lady said message, the message, the word messages five times. It was beautiful. Lightning was off in the distance. People were even clapping. It was so beautiful. 
And I imagine it was really most of the Italians, and I'm sure they wouldn't be clapping if it was on top of them. But as long as it's in the distance, they felt safe. Spectacular show. Show. Avon says that Our Lady touched this place. And he said when they saw it for the first time, they they can't describe this. And Our Lady last night was very, very joyful and very happy. Our Lady said last night, Dear children, I'm coming to you joyful and with joy. Joyful with joy doesn't even sound right. Except she wants us to know us to know she's happy up there on that mountain. It's where she's the most joyful in all the apparitions because she's free. No entanglements, no bureaucracy, no, no sluggishness with the message. She gives it, it goes right out. I desire to call you also today, accept my messages and live my messages. Dear children, with you I desire to realize my plans with the world and with the church. I said earlier, the church is very sick. Did you hear what she said? Through you, or whether with you, I desire to realize my plans with the world and with the church. You cannot comprehend the greatness of your role. Therefore, pray, dear children, that you may know what God's design is in your regard. That's January 25th, 1987. She said she had a great plan for the salvation of the whole world. You're part of that. And the church today needs salvation because it is very critically sick. Our nation is sick. We have Vietnamese priests on our pilgrimage with us. He gave a testimony. He's not that old. But when he was a kid, his mother and his father and the whole family got on a boat. They paid to escape the communist Vietnam. Vietnam. At last minute, Hordes of other Vietnamese came on the boat. They had paid and sold their house and gave their whole life's fortune to escape. They took four by fours and started beating the people off because the ship was going to sink. He got driven off. His mother stayed on it. They lost their mother. She escaped. So they had no mother. The father and the the others, uh, they went to jail. The father escaped a second time. And again, he went to jail. The son, the priest here went to jail, tried again to escape. He went to jail a second time. The second time he went to jail, he was saying that when you go to this prison, it's one of the worst ones in Vietnam, you went to the very back of the prison where the, the, the outhouse was, the latrine was, and it leaked urine. And through the night, he was covered from head to foot. And you know what he said? He said that he sees the same things that happen in Vietnam and communism happening in our nation. He said, I didn't move to the United States to come back to this. So you're wondering why Our Lady said last night, I desire to realize my plans with the world and the church that things, Our Lady's here for a serious reason. He says other Vietnamese people he talks to said he can't they can't believe what's happening in the United States of America that they came here not for that. He said we're on the same road. And I added to that what he went through is going to be a piece of cake. He pretty much agreed. He's very concerned, very disturbed, and he's he's I don't know how he's maybe in his 
young 40s at the, if he's that old. This is not a lot, that long ago for him. So our lady says last night, with you I desire to realize my plans with the world and with the church. And this priest also added to this. He said he very much agreed that the church is very, very sick. He very much agreed that our whole nation is going on welfare, which is a very big disease. Nobody wants to work. They want everything they want to be taken care of. He's got his head on straight. And they continued with this message last night, Yvonne's prayer group, and for us it was gathered. In a special way, I call you today, renew my messages, live my messages. I introduce myself as the queen of peace, and today I call you in a special way to pray for peace, for peace in men's hearts. You know, Our Lady's not politically correct. She didn't say men and women, brothers and sisters. She says, for peace in men's hearts. For peace in your heart. Because peace comes from your heart. It's up to you to maintain peace. It's up to you to be obedient in the structure and the life God's placed you. Either be a, as a father that you're leading the family and you give directions, and then the, the wife with that following the husband and the children with both of the parents. There's got to be order in the family. There's got to be holy submission. There's got to be no arrogance. When that happens, peace can flow through the husband to the wife, from the both of them to the children. God is order. He doesn't supplant his order. He doesn't go to the wife and say, this is where I want the family led to, and she lead it, or she usurp the husband. It doesn't work that way. You may not like that. But women are part of men. We've said it many times. God made man for himself. God made woman for the man. This is the way it works. Eve reversed that. Our ladies come to reverse it, saying, God is the Father. Jesus is my Son. You're in that holy family. I want order. And then I can give you peace. Because she also says that peace is the greatest treasure. Yvonne's message for us our ladies, it's our, it's our message, it's not Yvonne's message. It comes through him for the prayer group. We own it just as much as he does, just as much as the prayer group does. When it's public, like this was last night. Our lady goes on and continues to us. Dear children, the mother prays for all of you. The mother loves you with her, with you all, with her motherly love and intercedes for you before her son. Dear children, also today I say thank you. Thank you for having accepted me. And for continuing to set my message, his description, which you have to get off the site. I'm not going to read it. We don't have time. And the message is the first time we've had to go into two full cards here, embossed cards in Medjugorje. That's how long the message was last night. So our lady says in the 25th message, something she said last night. I love you all. She said in the program message, I love you all. But the profound thing last night is, dear children, with you I desire to realize my plans with the world and with the church. This says something. Why does she have a plan for the church? Why does she have a plan for the world? Because it's sick. We have to acknowledge these things. Once we acknowledge this, we can realize and see these things. And Our Lady's gonna, got a lot of work for us. I've been doing this 27 years. I don't want to quit. 
I want to continue. You might have been doing it for a long time. You might say, I'm tired. I'm worn. My heart is heavy from all the work. It's work just to keep on breathing with Medjugorje. Many people made mistakes. Many people hope to hope not. Don't they hope their hope is failing? Some souls feel crushed by the weight of the world, and yet trying to live the message. I recently gave a message. It says, "For the evil and good, the struggle that's within you, you, you're worn out from that. You're tired of this. Free yourself from this." She's told us. She says, "She knows I can give you rest. Just cry out." with all that you have left in you. Because she wants to give redemption. She's here for that. She wants to bring you to something. She wants your struggles to end. She doesn't want you to have both the good and the bad struggling within your heart. She wants to mend your heart. She don't want you to be frail and torn by this. Many people have the ashes that they constantly look back on from a broken life. And they're all worn out. Because they've been wandering alone and in sin. These struggles will end with the message. And what is dead inside of us can all be reborn. Even if you're worn out. I'm tired, I'm I 
Society today is driven by atheistic patterns who say that they do not need God. Yet, Our Lady tells us, without God, you can do nothing. Are we to stand idle and watch society and culture crumble around us? What can we do? We no longer have to stand still. We can take action. July 1st through 5th at Caritas, Alabama, gather with others from across the United States to re-consecrate the United States of America back to God. Five days, July 1st through 5th at Caritas, Alabama. For more information, visit medj.com, spelled M-E-J dot com, or call Caritas in the U.S. 205 Six seven two two thousand, two zero five six seven two two thousand, July first through fifth at Caritas of Birmingham. You're listening to Radio Wave with a friend of Medjugorje. In today's message, Our Lady um, uses the term children, little children, several times, and um, really emphasizing it at the end of the message where she's saying, you are called, little children, to be my children, my beloved children. What is it that she, or why is it that she wants to to identify us so strongly as children? And that she wants us to understand that this is how she sees us. It's impossible for our lady to reach us if we're not like little children. Little children listen to their parents and they believe anything they say. You could, they, they're not educated by the world. They haven't had life experiences. And whatever you say as a parent, they do that. If the mom says the dad's the strongest, the smartest, the greatest man in the world, they will believe that. That might come to the age of reason when they're 14, 15, 16 years are seeing that. But it's good for moms to do that. It's good for dads to talk about mom this way. Because they ought to believe that they're the best person in the world and the best friend in the world and the strongest person in the world. I mean, years ago, 
this Nazarene preacher lived next door to us when we was teenagers, and he had a little son named Mark. He was about three years old, and his he was we was over there, and he got him on he got him on top of the kitchen table, and he says, "Daddy, can I fly?" He says, "Yeah, you can fly. You'll flutter around this whole room." Well, he didn't know Mark was going to jump off that thing face first, and it did. It busted his nose. But preacher sessions didn't know that. But but kids will believe that. And our lady's not coming, thinking that we're going to make a mistake and fall flat on our nose. She's coming to tell us the truth. You might get hurt, but we're to follow her with that reserve, with that thought of questioning. And without weighing out consequences, that's a big thing with the spiritual life with the lady in the message. Don't weigh out the consequences of what she's asking you to do because she needs somebody like you. She's searching for that. She's working for people who will walk on fire or coals. And that might mean trouble with what she's asking you to do is everybody be against you. But this is the kind of apostleship she's looking for because people will come to you. And if you don't open your heart, as little children would, to her messages and to the truth, she cannot form you. I've seen this over and over and over. People come to Mesuria. Then they want to take theological courses. And from there, you can't talk to them. And you know what? None of them are in the messages. I have not yet seen one that's taken theological courses that did not approach these messages in the proper way afterwards. She doesn't want that. Do you see how fine theology in her messages? The church has grown too intellectual. And thank God, as I've been maybe not even been questioned, I've been questioned about even saying such a thing, that we got a Pope now that's saying the exact same thing. Pope Francis is real simple. He's cutting it to the chase. I'm excited about every time I see what this, this holy man is saying. He's going away from all that stuff. We don't need degrees to read the Bible. We don't need theological schooling to read the message. It will mess you up. Mariana actually admitted that she lost apparitions when she went to the university. It interfered with her. She recounted that later, yes, but I don't believe it for a minute because I knew that. And I've seen this over and over. It will mess you up. We need open hearts, simple hearts that can hear the truth. And so our lady says, oh, okay, our lady has a plan that she needs to realize through me for the world. I believe that. The church, you walk into St. Peter's, it's huge. It's magnificent. You had Japanese people walk in there and say, hey, we'll pay to redo the, the Sistine Chapel. So impressed are they with it. Some of them become instant Catholic, instant Christians when they just walk into this huge thing. And God wants to use me, somebody like me, to renew the church. Unbelievable. But we're in the morning. It's time to come out. We're in the sunshine with Our Lady. It don't matter whether there's wind or rain. It don't matter what you are or what, where you go or you never go away from what you are in regards to, to what you've been educated, how you've been educated in the past. Drop those things. Our lady says, I want the messages in you for you as a, as a love flowing out through the river to the whole world, running wild. We're to be happy Christians. She said, I want you to be carriers. I want you to be joyful carriers of my peace. Either in the midst of our trial, 
She's got it all figured out. And she's got you. She's got me. And it's difficult for us to realize how can somebody like me be used for a plan to save the church, to stop the gates of hell from prevailing against it, to save the world. It's through you that she wants to put a desire on you to want to be and use your talent, use the way just you are, but purified in the holy way that you can be used. It's a beautiful thing that she needs somebody like you and somebody like me. You're the morning coming out every day You're the sunshine and the wind and the rain You're the song stuck in my head that will never go
Yvonne said last night that it was difficult to describe the presence of Our Lady with words. And the same is true for Our Lady's presence here, July 1st through the 5th. It's difficult to describe with words. It's not something that uh, you can give a simple explanation to and just convince somebody that they ought to be here. If in your heart you know that Our Lady has called you to be in her presence for the consecration of yourself, for the consecration of your family, for the reconsecration of this nation back to God through her hands, the effect that that will have upon your life, upon the life of your family, and upon the life of this nation and the future of the world, or something that can't be explained, is something that words cannot describe. And so we invite you here July 1st through the 5th, 2013, for the apparitions of Our Lady at Caritas, Alabama. That begins on Monday. There's information on Medjugorje.com about that. You could always call Caritas to get more information at 205-672-2000. Again, 205 205- Six seven two two thousand, and again, there's information on Medjugorje.com. And we look forward to seeing all of those of you who are listening throughout the United States and also throughout the world. Some of you, those of you that are joining us from other nations, and that will be here with us. We look forward to seeing each one of you here, July first through the fifth. So we need to realize we are somebody. As Eddie said, I need you. I want you. You're important to me. Doesn't matter how you think of yourself. How could she want somebody like me? She will. She desires it. She calls you. She begs you. Don't go alone wandering in sin. This is the moment. This is the time. That the whole world is in front of you with the whole church to change the direction of the world. We wish you, Our Lady. We love you. Good night.